Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. now for The Drive with Mark Ennis, presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now here's Mark Ennis and Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into the drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark and us, Dave Skull here on a Friday. The phone lines, they are open. 8150-939. That's the number if you want to jump in here. 3831-939 for the uh, UPS Jobs text line. Uh, Dave, uh, your, have you given a, a lot of thought to this game at Pitt uh, coming up uh, this weekend for the men? I know we sort of have been kind of uh, dead-ending this uh, here a little bit. Uh, but have you given much thought to this is uh, one of the few rematches? Louisville played them earlier this year, and I think the getting getting kind of beat up by Pitt earlier this year, I rem- I do remember that being one of the ones that seemed to draw a little extra ire out of people. Yeah, uh, this season uh, in particular because uh, I think just kind of the reminder of like here was a slow but real rebuild. They're most likely going to be a tournament team. Uh, you, this pit team now, or at least they're they're back within striking distance of it. Yeah, they got work to do still uh, after the Virginia win. That helps uh, at this point. Uh, but have you given a whole lot of thought? Now Louisville going to go on the road uh, up there. Uh, I can still remember just the, how lifeless that place was uh, after everything with Kevin Songs and all of that. It has slowly, I think, be- recovered a little bit doesn't have the makings of a very pleasant trip at this point. No, they're 54th in the net coming off that big win against Virginia. Uh, unfortunately, that's not worth what it was used to be worth. I think Virginia's 41st in the net, but uh, quad one win, you know, a uh, big deal for them. And they're just playing a lot better basketball than we are right now. I mean, it's just last time we played them, it was Blake Henson and, and uh, what, Carlton Carrington. I think Zach Austin scored 20 on us, and he has been struggling with his transition from like mid south to to the ACC, I think he averages like six points a game. He had his he had his uh, season high against us. Mark, stop me if you've heard that before. Um, what? Yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm 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 I think about these games to to answer your question, um, but I don't know how much critical thought I put into it. If that makes any sense, like I look at it and I say, yeah, Pitt's a pretty good team. Uh, they're a bubble team right now. And they whooped us earlier this year at home. And I don't suspect it's going to get much better on the road. <laughs> How much am I supposed to think about it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the fact that I know who beat us up last time is probably about as much as I need to think about it. You know, like, well, see if Zach Austin has his second best game of the year or surpasses what he did last time. Don't forget, because it is difficult to forget him. I believe Louisville got crammed on once by Federico Federico. Yes. In Federico squared. Yes. Yes. Federico Federico, which is a tremendous name. If you, last name's Federico. How do you go? Like, what do you do with that? Ah, just do it again. Just do it again, man. It's all good. Yeah. It's pretty good. I mean, you know. Right. Once is good. Twice is better. That's a strong name. Imagine how much that confuses people. <laughs> like, what do we got here? Federico Federico. <laughs> Like, I know I need your last name. Same as the first. So it's Federico Federico. Perhaps uh, Louisville can do in this one what they did to Clemson last year. 
which is just sort of be the uh, the death knell to your uh, your turn the punch bowl, baby. Turn the punch bowl. Like that's what I said earlier this year is that that's what we're going to be relegated to again this year. Is spoiler is uh, anchor around your neck that you cannot like that you cannot <laughs> get over and make the tournament. Like we're the reason why the ACC is going to have like three bids, probably four bids this year. Um, yeah, look, Pitt's a better team than us. Blake Henson's a very good player. Um, Carrington's a really nice uh, all-around player. Uh, and uh, beyond that, man, I don't know. Ishmael Leggett's pretty good. I'm just naming all the people that are, like, the form of our destroyer tomorrow. I don't know which one it's going to be. Well, yeah, I Maybe think, all three. Well, I think really the re- one of the, the big reasons that Pitt seems to stick in so many people's craw is that they – Look, they, he didn't turn them into world beaters. You know, they didn't make like, no. some sort of NCAA tournament run or anything. But Capel figured out pretty fairly quickly. The fact that, that Capel's still the coach there is amazing. Well, yeah. He's still the coach. You know why he's still the coach there, Dave, just to finish that? Because he got older. That they, and Rather than trying to go young and take a bunch of growing yeah. pains, they went very old, and they were very physical. They were a very mature team. They weren't super talented. But they were—they did all of the things that we were saying. Louisville needs to do, at least do some of, yeah. and were that much further ahead. No, he leaned into it. Yeah, he leaned into the things you have to lean into, uh, and obviously they have lower standards than we do. So they let him hang around for like five years while he was busy going, you know, five and thirteen in the ACC. You know, like there's or less than that. Um, but he learned something about how how to build a roster at this point. Uh, and they're a much look to his credit. They're a much better team than they've been in the past. But man, like I was just trying to remember that last game, we shot fifty-one percent from the field and lost by thirteen. Wow! You know, we shot ten of twenty-one from the three-point line. That's forty-seven point six percent. That's just—it's kind of unbelievable. But then you get down to turnovers, and we had eighteen turnovers. That kind of tells the story. You know, and, and I don't know. That, that, that game was – we hit 10 three-pointers. They hit 12. They shot a lot more than us. So they were 12 for 34. Um, but that game was one of those ones where people were were kind of struck. It's weird that it – because at that point, we were all already like, look, look at we have, we've got worse yeah, losses. This is post-DePaul. This is yeah, post-Virginia. Yeah, we've got Virginia. worse right. post-Arkansas State. Like, we've got yeah. worse losses on the resume. But people were kind of just struck by the fact that Pittsburgh used to be one of the whipping boys in the in the conference. They were a doormat, you know, and they're not this year. You know, they're a top half of the conference team. They're a bubble team, but it was still striking where we're like, this team that has no standards that has just let Jason Capel hang around for several years until he finally starts to get it right is pounding us at home. And now we're going to go on the road instead. Yeah. And in a night where we shot almost 50% from the three-point arc. You know, I'm not – I want to make this completely and totally clear. None of this is based on any inside information whatsoever. Uh Uh-oh, what you got here? No, this is just a thought, okay, not a prediction. Jason Cable's the next head coach at Louisville. (laughs) Or Jeff Cable. I keep saying Jason. That's his little brother. Uh, After this pit game, Louisville comes home for Notre Dame. And after that, they have a full week off. Given what uh, Julie Donovan tweeted yesterday, that Ohio State's uh, move with where they were uh, right now is maybe an indicator that it's it's time for schools to start getting this ball rolling. Yeah. Uh, you have a week off between Notre Dame and Duke, and then you have Duke, Syracuse, Virginia Tech, Boston College, and the, season, the regular season is over. Uh, does it seem remotely possible that you make a move in that week between the Notre Dame and Duke games? It's possible. Sure, it's possible. Because I, I still have a hard time wrapping my mind around waiting until April 1st. You know, like it's it's tough for me. I, I think it's possible. I don't know if it's probable. That way, you, that way I think you've waited until kind of the hay is in the barn. Uh-huh. You know, what have we said? Like the whole reason uh, that you don't – really say a lot, that you don't meddle a lot, and that you don't necessarily make a move is so that when you do, people can say, like, no one can accuse you of sure. having not given him enough runway, no, uh, enough time, his player, all that sort of thing. Nobody can possibly uh, say that. Yeah. And you really have given him until 
there simply isn't enough left for him to be able to do to convince people that there yeah. needs to be a year three. I feel like we are there. And I, 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 I'm going to tell everyone, like, I felt like there was, it was a, a one-outer, you know, to use a poker reference there, for him to be able to do anything that would win people over. But we were starting to see, like, little Grinch hearts towards Kenny grow a little bit in those three games before Boston College. But it was the loss to Boston College, the way they just still looked inept on the defensive end against Boston College in an empty arena. It, you know, it was it was a, a team that's not good in an arena that's not challenging, an environment that's not challenging. And even though Louisville shorthanded, still at all times had a more talented roster on the floor than Boston College did, and they simply could not stop them. That team shoots in the 60s. 60% uh, in the second half of that game. And for, I think for a whole lot of people, it was like, all right, 100% of the precincts are in. And now, I, th- I think really at any point, here you go. Yeah. I'm with you. I can, I can see it. I can see your vision. I hope so. I mean, honestly, not. I mean, no. I just think it's time. It's been time. And I would love to see just if they play freer, you know, if, if, the, if the crowds get better just for a couple of games before the end of the year, you know, which – even if it's not a mad, like we're not going to get 10,000 more people in there, but even a three or 4,000 person boost would be huge, you know, for the morale of the team and for the morale of the fan base, quite frankly, to be able to move past this conversation. That's been my argument from the beginning is whenever we do it, even if there's no chance to salvage a season, even if you don't play much better, you at least give the fan base the freedom to move past this conversation. Even yeah. though we've largely moved past it, there's still – some people that still text in or call in and say, well, what if a third year happens? Yeah. And I'm just like, guys, we can just move past this conversation officially, and you might get a couple more thousand people that have been staying away as a protest that will immediately come back and cheer on the team for the last couple of games, and they'll cheer them on without expectations, quite frankly, for the rest of the year. You know, and it'll just it'll be freeing if that happens, and I, I don't know if it will or not, but it would be nice just to, just to see what they can do without – this weight around their neck. Let's get to Cody in here next. Cody, welcome into the drive on Ninth Thunder Bowl. What's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Happy Friday. Hey, buddy. You too, hey, buddy. It's hey, so it's Friday. Mark's Mark's face did not move when that played. Not even a little bit. <laughs> not this time. I faked it for one. That's great, man. Now, now, Dave, I got a question. So, if, if we do fire Kenny in that week off, like the last few games, are we going to see you like pull a Jason Kelsey in the crowd? <laughs> so, usually I'm sitting in press seats. All right. But obviously, I can make an exception and take off the credential, you know, and go, go somewhere else. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a man of the people, dude. That's right. You, you, you need to like freak people out and shave first, like after. <laughs> After he gets fired, uh, dude, just, just assert do- a dominance right there, man. Do you want me to? Do you want me to shave a message into my uh, body hair? Is that what's going on here? That's up to you, man. That's up to you. I'm not telling you what to do. <laughs> yeah, you're smart. Um, okay, can I just say this? Is Jeff is a, a Jeff Cable not the most painfully average coach you have ever seen in your entire life? Yeah, he's uh, at Pitt, kind of. Uh, uh, 0.0 war, right? Like replacement level head coach. Yeah, cor- correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't he? Didn't he coach Blake Griffin at Oklahoma? I believe so. Yes. Okay. Okay. So how, how are you going to have that, that that gazelle cradle dunking over everybody and like not get past the round of 32? Uh, I, I just so it's going to be really annoying seeing Pitt just do what they're going to do tomorrow. My dog is dreaming right now, so she's making really weird noises next to me, so I'm so sorry if you hear something. Um, That's a positive but, uh, um, Right, right. Uh, so, uh, you, you know, as, as far as just candidates goes, like, I, I'm keeping my my expectation pretty open because if it is a surprise, like, slam dunk, like, unanimously, like, Scott Drew, despite what one caller says, like that, that, then that that's just gonna make me go, oh wow, oh cool, that, that that's so awesome. But it's like you know, there's a lot of really good young coaches out there. Like if, if that dude from Iowa State, I think his name is a uh, Otzenberger, if, if he made a if he made a second weekend run, I mean that's a that's a damn good coach. And it's like I'd be really happy to get him in here, a guy like that. So 
you know, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm just saying to the fan base, just, you know, there's a lot of good guys out there. Just keep keep your mind open because, you know, this, this is still the type of place that they can turn a good coach to a great coach and a great coach to a Hall of Fame coach. So uh, that's all I got. Y'all have a great weekend. Love the show. Yeah, Appreciate it. Thanks, Thank you, man. Cody. You have a great weekend. Otzelberger yeah, uh, well. is, the, is the coach he was talking about with yeah. Iowa State. Uh, he's somebody I've taken a look at. Look, I know uh, Louis thinks he's on an island over there, but I mentioned the Indiana State head coach months ago as well, um, Josh Shirts, and I know he got uh, a little upset because Blankenbaker has taken up the mantle. You know, <laughs> you know. I just think with with shirts like what he's done at Indiana State's impressive, but I don't know if everybody's going to be as impressed with his resume unless he makes some kind of a run in March. I think that's going to be key for everybody. It's not just are you an experienced, successful head coach, but their definition of success is going to be a March run or multiple. Really, is probably the key because a lot of people side eye Jerome Tang still because he's it's like they want to see proof of concept. You know, like you did it once, but I want to see you do it twice. You know, uh, um, Lamont Paris has had a really nice season in his second year at South Carolina, and they, they're still looking at him like, look, I, I want to see you do it in March, you know, before I, I commit anything to you. Uh, and obviously they got boat raced by Auburn the other day. That was rough. That was rough. Not pleasant there. Oh. By the way, I have yet, I have never, just to go back to the Kenny uh, clip that we played earlier about defense and AAU, I'm pretty sure that Auburn and Bruce Pearl – uh, however, they accomplished said things, and now there's no reason to throw shade. It's, it's allowed. Uh, I have never heard him complain about AAU keeping his super talented freshman from playing defense. Right. I've never heard that once. In fact, I've never heard any good coach say that at all. Have you? Nope. The only I've ever heard is, is we're very young from Calipari every single year, as if he was, he was assigned the roster. And he's the only one that has a young roster. Ever. Not like yeah. Duke did that for years, Kansas did that for years. No, it's just the guy in Lexington. Just him. We're young. What's, what outrages you the most about that? The fact that nobody else has those kinds of struggles or the fact that it doesn't even explain half the roster? You mean like, the, uh, the young? The, well, the young players who, who play AAU don't seem to be allergic to defense when they go other places. Yeah. And that... Half the roster for Louisville is not are not freshmen. Like this is year two for Sky Clark, and he played last year in Illinois. They don't fool around uh, up there. No. Uh, this is not year one. This isn't even year one at Louisville. No matter what kind of math Kenny does, uh, for Brandon Henley Hatfield, right? Like th- so many of these guys are not. Mike James, this is year four for him. <laughs> yeah, like it doesn't even explain what he's talking about. No. Well, uh, there's. The better question for me is, like, is there anything about that statement that doesn't piss me off? And that's not. Mm. That's not. It's not a good not explanation, one. even if it was only a partial one. Sure. Uh, and, again, what, it, even if he said all of that, doesn't it become at least a little bit more palatable if he ends it with, but even, even with that, me and this staff, we have got to figure out a way to get the, like, it, he never brings it back home with that. That's 100% true. 100% true. And also – the accepted wisdom, the prevailing wisdom is freshmen aren't freshmen anymore at the end of January. Oh, we say it all the time, don't we? We do. Yeah. Right? Say they're sophomores at this point. Yeah. Not in Kenny's eyes. It's mid-February, and he's talking about what their AAU coaches did. They're probably still seniors in high school in Kenny's eyes. Yeah, how long have they been away from their AAU coaches? That's how long what has- it is, guys. For Kenny... They're still seniors in They're high school. They're year zero right now. Yes. Why did it take us this long to put it together? Look, if he's not expected to do anything until year next year's their first year, year one or year two, then Gosh. they're certainly not expected to do I anything. I can't believe it took us this long to figure it out. Good job, Spencer. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for talking us to that answer. But yeah, like, sorry, go ahead, buddy. Well, I also say, like, Tyler Johnson is probably the best defender on this team. <laughs> not saying much, but he's a freshman. He's instinctive, and he's got good ball yeah. skills. Like, he's got good active hands, and he, and he creates turnovers for sure. Um, there's a lot of uh, high effort, guys, but it's just not it just ain't happening, man. Like it, I think the failure's there. The failure's obvious, and, and I don't see a way out of it uh, at this point. So That's why whoever the next coach is, I just need a defensive stopper in the portal, preferably, but get someone who's just their job, 
Just go out there on defense. Your offense can be average. I don't care. Just give me someone who's an A-plus defender. Mark wants Quan Four. I told you that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You've said it several times. That's if what they, I mean. Yeah, if they bring the, the next coach for next year brings in a guy who's like, he will never shoot the ball. I'd be like, I love that dude. Yeah. I'm here for that guy. <laughs> but will he play good defense? Yes. He better. Yeah. I mean, if you're not going to shoot the ball, he ain't going to play good defense. What are you doing? He will never shoot the ball. He will also never stop anybody. He's just going to be out there. Fair enough. So Zane Payne? Ouch. I teed that one no, up, but that's you know unfair. That's, and that's not also not true. It was only true that one time against Wake Forest. I was trying to think of someone else I could just throw under the bus, but I like all the other guys. It's too easy. Yeah. It's By too the way, Texas, I deserve this burn. Kenny, Kenny's math sucks, but, Mark, this is Mike James' third year, including his injury. Okay, fair enough. I'll, eat the, I'll take the L on that one. I said it was his fourth year. It's his third year. Yeah. It's fine. I didn't check you either. Well, no, didn't he – he redshirted, so is it still And then three? last year and this year. Last year. Okay, I'm trying to think if yeah. he was a sophomore. Or ju- See, I don't even care what year anymore. He's academically a junior. I mean, the years don't even matter with the you know COVID really year doesn't. and everything now. I mean, it's it's really an upset victory that we've had Mike in the program for three years, honestly. But, you know, I saw uh, several different people on, on uh, various social media places in, in reaction to Kenny's comment. You know, if that's true, there's a simple, proven – a common, well-known, and I think accepted remedy for that. And we used to have coaches here who would, and bear with and this might surprise you, but a young player who prefers the offensive side of the game at the expense of the defensive side of the game, it used to be that one of the common remedies for that is to not play them. That was one of the things we used to do. Shaquan Aaron used to just go sit over there. And Rick Pitino's like, no, I know what I'm doing, and you don't frighten me at all. Uh, and when you get your head out of your ass, then you can come out here and play with the rest of us. And he betrays all of his own excuses and, and reasons by indulging all of these people who say are continually doing things that he doesn't like. Yeah. Don't play them. And I know it's a short bench, but. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't early. That's the thing. Like that, we that was one of our big criticisms in the off season. And it didn't really change either. Is using the bench as a motivator. Like the the random starters didn't seem to have any rhyme or reason to them. Like yeah, he made he'd go from all right. Hersey hasn't played all year. Hersey's starting. You know, Danilo hasn't played all year. Danilo's starting. Zampain is ninth, tenth guy on the bench. Now all of a sudden he's starting, playing seventeen minutes. Like it, it's. It was so weird. Like, he was just throwing crap against the wall and seeing what stuck. And, yes, I'm still bothered by Joel Embiid. It's in my head. (laughs) (laughs) I had it. I said the answer. (laughs) I talked myself out of it. I let him off the hook. I'm just glad it wasn't a Chris Farley question. I feel like you would uh, would actually just lead the show right now if I asked a Chris Farley question. You probably would uh, leave the show if you did that. You're absolutely right. Uh, What's worse, you – uh, out loud, saying it's one of these two, and then you talk yourself into the wrong one. Yeah. Or me be like, it's one of these two, and it's neither. <laughs> like it was yeah. I feel like it's worse for me just because, like, I had the answer and moved on. I actually feel worse about Aaron Gray because I always talked about how, how overrated I thought Aaron Gray was, and I loved Dewan Blair. But, man, dude, those pit teams were legit. Aaron Gray, there Dewan was a Blair, time. Sam Young, or Sam Old, as I like to call Jamie him. Jamie Dix is the head coach Levance there. Fields. Yeah. There was a time where – they pit looked like the monsters. Yes, Phys- like physically, it was like except for Levant's field. Like right, <laughs> this you, well, you got like this is a defensive line. Yeah, that's what that looked like, and they were miserable to play. Well, Dewan Blair, who was six seven, like two sixty, and had no ligaments in his knees, you know, but was just a hardcore dude, my my kind of player, just incredible. And then you got seven footer Aaron Gray in the middle. You got the you know classic do everything wing and Sam Old. And then you got the the table setter with Levance Fields. Like that, those teams were badass. I remember the old uh, Sam Young uh, T wheeled battles, like, year in and year out. I mean, those were crazy back in the late two thousands. We had some serious battles with those teams. Earl Clark against that front line. Uh, of note uh, today, the ACC filed a lawsuit uh, or filed a, a a motion to dismiss the lawsuit from Florida State uh, today. 
And uh, of note, I think in that, not surprised, they have both basically filed uh, motions to dismiss the other's lawsuit. The ACC yeah. filed in North Carolina, Florida State filed in Florida. <laughs> they are seeking to, it's like the, it's the office meme, you know, all three are pointing guns at each other. Uh, but of note, Matt Baker points out uh, from the, uh, the Tampa Bay Times that the ACC in its filings is basically, you should dismiss this because they don't need to sue us. If they want their TV rights back, they can buy them. Yeah. We're not withholding. They could buy them. There's no need to sue us. Yeah. If you want them back, buy them back. Yeah. What are you suing us for? Here right. you go. It's on the table. So silly. Nobody wants to get contracts anymore, Mark. You know? People's word used to mean something. People's Dad word hope. used to mean something. That's right. I did really enjoy the Jenkins and Joe's guys saying yesterday that, like, when the NCAA football game comes back at 3 a.m., I'm going to be like, when this dude hits the portal and I can't control it in a video game, I'm going to sound like that. Dab- <laughs> That's right. You're going to be on there like, man's word used to mean something. <laughs> I really am interested how they're going to manage NIL. And as, a, as the coach, how much control you have over it. Is it going to be, like, another one of the things you can spend uh, – you know, you're recruiting push on, like before it was, you know, we'll play a, we can spend five points and give you, you know, we can, we'll play a home game in your state. You know, we guarantee you playing time, all those things that you can do with your pitch. Are they just going to throw the money on top of it or is it going to be worth a lot more? Are you going to have a, a salary cap almost or like a, a pool of money to choose from, uh, to pull from? Does it get bigger if you get a bigger job? Because they're going to have to treat it with the inequities that are, you know, they were already present in the old game but you can generally get around it to the point where like if i started a dynasty with army if i just poured all of my resources into five and four stars at some point i would get one or two of them right. which just doesn't happen um with this you know if you throw nil on top of it are they are they going to give like ohio state a 10 million dollar uh pool to choose from and like is Cincinnati going to have like 1.5 million or whatever, you know, like, is it going to be that big of a disparity? How realistic is it going to be in that, in that, uh, part of it? Or are they just going to kind of ignore that? I don't know. One, uh, I did see, it was somewhat jokingly suggested and it was the, it was the, it like pierced me. It was like a nightmare scenario. Cause I need you to understand for those of you who are not kids, for every adult man who has a female in their house, Every moment that you play that game, you're going to be subject to, whether you can see them or not, and whether they're actually happening on the outside, they're happening on the inside, I see death murder glares for the times that, the amount of time that you're playing that game. Yeah. And, and that's fine. It's a price I think we're all going to be willing to pay in some way or another. For that game, absolutely. Right. But it, it, I saw the suggestion that that game will handle NIL by making it something that you can engage in with in-game purchases. That's what I was going to pose. Would be like, would they make it to where you have to buy like a pack yeah. and that's how you spend money? So let me, I've never done that with any game of my purchasing the I, past. I was going to say, unequivocally, if that's how that works, I will not buy that game. Yeah, if you make me, especially if I'm not playing multiplayer, if I'm just playing in my house, single-player dynasty, and you want me to purchase in-game things just to get the advantages... That are naturally in college football right now, I ain't buying that game. Every, I ain't, I'm I ain't just saying, doing that. every second you play that game, I'm, I'm not going to put the respect of, of Angel at risk here on a daily basis and pay to have an NIL advantage while no, playing it. No, it's no, bad. No. It's a risky enough as it is. Yes. I'm not also paying. That's not showing up on your bill. Mm-mm. No, I'm not explaining that. Like, I needed this, that uh, tight end. What was this, nine ninety nine that you spent? Did you buy another He's game? A safety. Did you buy another game? No, I got a backup quarterback. His coverage was what? 99. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Hey, hun, come on. That's right. Nah. No, not not happening. Like, babe, Ohio State was coming after him. Hard. <laughs> hard. At the last minute, we too. Did come on. Him. It's like, just, just, it's like, oh, this what's this fan duel? It's like, oh, it's this uh, fan company. I had to buy a new fan for the uh, That's for right. the office. That's right. <laughs> it's for the both of us. Fan duel. D-U-L. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, can you imagine being like, Hunt, are you going to get out there and play tight end? No, right. I didn't think so. Okay, yeah. yeah. I can't even play this game if you if you, you got shackles on me. That's right. I'm not going to live like this. You might as well be Dabo How the way that you handle, you handle the NIL. This is ridiculous. Let me go. I got to fly. That's what always made like 2K kind of suck at the end. That's when I, what when I remember, I used to, too. When yep. I used to play, it was like, you got to buy these packs so you can be like 9 nope. overall and then... Go to the park, which isn't even that fun anyway. Well, I never got to play out of the park because my player was like a 50 overall. So I didn't buy the packs. 
Texas punched my quarterback, Angela. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? How's Wyoming? I don't have options. <laughs> Let's get Cam in here before we take our last break. Here, Cam, welcome into the drive by. What's up? Hey, how's it going, fellas? Hey, buddy. Uh, I'll be quick. Uh, sure. There's always players on teams that you wish were on your team. Mm. And DeWan Blair, I love mm. watching that dude play basketball. Me too. 100% agree. Yeah. And what's the other guy's name with the Terminator flat top? Aaron Goaty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These guys. <laughs> they just show up to the game and be like, I'll be back. Put up 25 <laughs> points. Yeah. <laughs> Cardinal basketball. I I just wish I I stopped listening to the post game because we started winning a couple games and I didn't want anything to kill that joy. I hear you. <laughs> uh, I just wish uh, I just wish Coach Coach KP man would stop would stop and take a second and realize that you're not coaching professionals, man. These are these are these are college basketball players. They're not just going to get it right or they get bought out of a contract. That's your job to get them right. That's the, that's the, that's what we signed up for. We didn't sign up. You didn't sign up to just roll the ball out and say your contract's up like it's an NBA player. It doesn't work like that. Hmm. And secondly, and lastly, I would say, if they put an NIL stipulation where I got to pay on that NCAA game, that will kill all the joy out of it. I will yep. not be purchasing that game. It. As excited as I am about it, you know, because I – I don't know if y'all are like me, but I like taking some rinky-dink school and getting five yep. stars. Absolutely. the game, you know yep. what I mean? So, but anyway, good to hear from y'all, man. Uh, take it easy. Go cards as usual. Love the show, man. Appreciate it. Thank you so much uh, for giving us Appreciate a call it, there. So what we used to do, we used to do shared dynasties, you know, Same. like me yeah. and four or five of my friends, and we'd have weeks where we played each other, and then we'd have weeks where we just played our own games. Yep. Uh, but our rule was you could only two-star program. Right. Two-star program That's or right. lower, yep. you know, and my buddy found the loophole that UCLA was a two-star program. <laughs> in California. And I was like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, that's against the spirit of what come we're on, doing Come on, Carlo. Here. That violates like, the spirit of the law here. Like, we should have said two-star program. That's right. We should have done group of five as a yeah. as a as uh, another qualifier. But, yeah, you take a two-star program. I had New Mexico State. And then by the time I finally, like, was offered the Notre Dame job, because I was killing it at New Mexico State, they like you were allowed to take other jobs, you know, sure. and move up and move around. You just had was, to start there. Yeah, I was yeah. offered the Notre Dame job, and they all quit. And I was like, you know what, man? We've done like six seasons. I had a Heisman. I had a Heisman. Right. I had a Heisman finalist running back. That was only like an eighty-four speed, and I I, I took him to the Heisman finalist. And you're gonna rip this job away from me when I finally got Notre Dame. I was like, still not friends to this day. Okay. I'm just kidding. Some of uh, my best friends. A group of guys, we would all pick different teams. Same, they had to be the same level yeah. in the same conference. See, I like that too. That yeah. was Because you all play each other. You play each yeah. other, and it would always be the two of us two of us in the conference championship yeah. game. But, again, if I have to pay for NILs, I'm just, that, that's not. I don't think they can do that. I mean, they. I hope not. At least not for the single game, like the single player experience. Yeah. I shouldn't have to buy anything to enjoy it. Now, if you want to get loosey-goosey with, like, online leagues, I still think that's wrong, but whatever. Like, I should not have to pay to enjoy that game. And I won't. Yeah. Or if you – honestly, they'd be better off just kicking the price up 10 or 15 bucks at the beginning. Yeah, let And me, none of us will think of it that way. Exactly. You know what I mean? Just, right. just charge it on the front end to say you can spend, like, 80 bucks on this game right now and you'll get all the, all the extras and you won't have to pay for anything and – in game, I mean, it makes me feel like a freemium idiot. You know, somebody who just pours money on top of money into a free app. Like I can't do that. All right, let's go ahead and take our last break here out at Beef O'Brady's in Hillview, uh, where there's still time for you to slide by here and say hello to us uh, and get yourself uh, some three dollars forty-five cent cores like twenty-two ounce uh, drafts here. You can do that. Say hello to us yeah. before we send you off into your weekend on the drive on Ninth and the Bill. Right back. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. 
That's opcpest.com slash careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Welcome back into the drive here on 93.9 of the Ville. Mark and Dave Skull appreciate the folks, good folks here at Beef Brady's, both uh, uh, staff and patrons, both. No, it's I got a friend festive. David over here yeah, that's exactly. come over and it's talked to us a few times. Had some good, some good sports conversation during the, the commercial breaks, and uh, still thinking about Joel Embiid. I was <laughs> You're the only bother. one that's going to be thinking about Joel Embiid. It's going to bother Dave all week <laughs> because I, I regularly look at like I knew he was the leading scorer beforehand, but I. I I thought he didn't qualify anymore. And actually, if you look at the NBA website, he doesn't. But I said the wrong. I mean, I, I said I Jokic instead was of Doncic. Like, second was Luka, yeah. So yeah, Doncic was. Matter. I mean, I would have got it right, but I, I confused Jokic and Doncic. Yeah, because so I've bet on Luka and uh, not Luka Jokic a few times this year. His average is only like twenty-seven points a game. Like you can get yeah. like over a like usually yeah, yeah. like twenty-five plus points, ten plus rebounds. Yeah, he's way like down there. Something else. Like yeah, because he just doesn't care about the stats that much yeah. like other guys do. Well, and SGA is next. He's averaging like 31 a game, and then Donovan's fourth right now in the league in scoring. And, and there's the, there's a whole lot of chatter about how sort of the the, 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 the Cavs are kind of getting short shrift in terms of attention yeah. for how well uh, they are playing. But that's to me, that is entirely a reflection of they haven't had playoff success with that group. Yeah. And until you do, people are just not going to budget their attention there yet. Sure, absolutely. You've got to win a couple series in the in the postseason and become uh, you know a difference maker. Uh, or people don't take you seriously or don't afford you attention during the regular season uh, until you make yourself a, a serious contender. They yeah, went like 14-1 and one over a 15-game stretch, Yep, and they made like next to no ground because, yeah, I'll bring them up. The Celtics are like four, five <laughs> games up. <laughs> on, yeah, I'll bring them up. <laughs> yeah, the Celtics are four games up on the second-place team in the East, which I think is uh, – is it Cleveland now? It's, it's Cleveland now. It's because it I know it's between the like the Knicks. Well, it was Cleveland, it was yeah. Cleveland uh, as of two days or yesterday. Yeah, it, the, it's changed, but like Boston's just – Having a great regular season, they're on pace for over sixty wins, which obviously I'll be happy with that. But that's like another thing is East has been so it's the Celtics and one else right now, and like Milwaukee's just you know they suck since they got Doc Rivers. Unfortunately for them, I'm not crying for Milwaukee. They're three and seven since they hired Doc Rivers, which is going about what we all thought was going to happen. And Miami's been kind of eh since the Rozier trade, like that I thought was a good and move for them. Hurt. He got hurt, uh, but they weren't really playing that well with him before right. he got hurt. Um, and, but Cleveland, when they went fourteen one, they moved from like the seven seed to the two seed or something like that. Like they yeah. made a big jump, or the six seed to the two seed, uh, because of that fourteen and one stretch. And if they get themselves, if they stay at the two seed, you know, and finish the uh, finish the season strong, uh, they'll have an opportunity, to obviously, to host a first round matchup. But it could but be Miami. Those, exactly. I was about. To, I was, oh, okay, I was getting sorry. to. No, sorry, sorry, Thunder Man. <laughs> it's all good, man. Uh, but like some of those teams that have had great postseason success are hanging around um, those 7 to 10 spots, you know, where they're going to have the play-in, uh, like Miami in the West, you know, Golden State's down there. Um, you might run into some pretty formidable opponents as a 1, 2, or 3 seed this year. Really, uh, at this point, I think that, that that Lamar and Donovan Mitchell are both in exactly the same spot. Where, like, I think they have officially won all the respect that they can get as individual players. Yeah. 
Like, I, I don't think that there really are doubters of their individual abilities anymore. Uh, and I think they both had skeptics early on uh, in their careers. And I think they individually have proven uh, those folks wrong. But the, the element of anyone's uh, legacy that is tied up with team success in the postseason, the games that matter the most, uh, when you want – because I think Donovan and, and Lamar want to uh, be thought of in those categories too. They're not. And it's not a criticism. It's just a, a fact. They have not – their teams have not succeeded like other players who get that kind of recognition have in the playoffs. And until they do, it's a fair conversation to have about them. It is. It, it they is. haven't. It's, it's, I'm not saying they can't. It's fair. And they obviously haven't. Donovan is, has accomplished less than Lamar in the postseason too. Quite frankly, I think, what does he have, one series win at this point? Um, and he doesn't have the MVP. So we're not saying that Lamar and Donovan are the same. We're just saying that they've both probably That's maxed the out the amount yeah. of, of respect – or standing they can get without postseason success, you know, and they both need that. I can agree with that. I can, I can, I can approve that take. I think that. Donovan also has two series losses where they were the higher seeded team last yes. year. They had the home court against the Knicks, yeah. and yeah, sure, the weird bubble year with Utah and the uh, the Nuggets. That team just went on a run in the bubble, but so, yeah. the Jazz are still the better team in that series, and they just got. You know, they lost in Game Seven, which was an epic series. Yeah, and he he battled um, Jamal Murray. Yeah, him just, and Murray, punch for punch that series. They were both getting 40, 50 point games. It was nuts, man. It was a nuts the score series. was so high in that bubble because they just that had no wild. fans yeah. and just so much spacing on the court. Oh, they had, and it was all there was. Like no one, no one's heads ever left right there. Yeah, basketball. It's really funny the way Spencer put that though. Like as if the fans are on the court playing defense. <laughs> That, in the way, true. yeah. <laughs> the, the random court sided fan here. Normally, <laughs> home game, LeBron can't say, "Hey, get this fan out of here." That's right. You got you got Spike Lee playing defense at mid court in you know Madison Square Garden, but get in the bubble. He's not there anymore. <laughs> Just random fans jumping on the court and swiping at the ball. It would be hilarious if you. <laughs> I kind of want that now. Yeah, one random fan gets to play defense for possession. That's right. At any time, though, like the team gets to like hit a buzzer, and then that dude just gets to run in for, for ten seconds. That's what it feels like is happening in Louisville games. If they did it tomorrow, it'd be probably that favorite to better defense than anyone else. <laughs> uh, worth mentioning, uh, the Louisville baseball team uh, opened with a doubleheader uh, today and dropped both games uh, of yeah. said a doubleheader against Indiana State and UConn. Not a great start uh, for what was I think a lot of folks hoping was going to be a big bounce back year. Uh, with this group, and look, we're not going to sound the uh, the alarms here uh, after the first two games, but not a great start. And really kind of the similar issues that we talked about a lot last year with uh, bullpen and protecting leads late in games. They had late-inning leads in both games and did not win. Yeah, and that's what we dealt with all last year with the injuries, especially to the bullpen and the starting rotation. Uh, they're, I mean, Dan McDonald's talked about they're mostly healthy right now. Um, with a couple guys working back from season-ending injuries last year, but for the most part, they're pretty, they're pretty healthy. And, and we did well in the portal, and, and the recruiting class was largely unaffected by the the yeah. Major League Baseball draft, um, which was uh, as intact as you would expect it to be or hope it to be. Uh, and look, I this is not a sport that you you sound alarms after a game or two. You right. don't. They'll, they'll get their feet under them, but. Yeah, after, after the disappointment last year, we're looking for a big bounce back this year. They need it. The last two years, actually. Yeah, and look, that not not great that those were the two issues that jumped right off right. Uh, immediately. But, again, it is a long season. Uh, I think people were just kind of hoping for maybe a, a, a stark contrast. Yeah. You know, that it would look like the, a, a strict – and maybe it will. That's what I'm saying. Maybe right? it will. Like, maybe this was just a stumble out of the blocks thing. Um if you spend, like, give it a few weeks. If you react strongly to every game of a 50-plus game season, uh, you will not last the year. You know, it's just you got to – it's not ideal, the things that's, that, that, that stood out today, but uh, plenty of time to correct it. It's odd, uh, Dave, that as we were kind of having this discussion a little bit earlier, that a couple of the programs – that we would have said, hey, they, they sort of carried the they carried the manly here through the dark days with the 
you know, everything going on around basketball in the 2018 football season and all that sort of thing, uh, that baseball was one of those programs that really were like, okay, yeah. elite stuff still happens around here. And now you start getting a number of different programs, volleyball, so it takes this big quantum leap. Yep. Basketball makes, or women's basketball makes another Final Four. Jeff, they get to the ACC championship game for the first time ever in football, only to have now basketball and now baseball yeah. sort of stumbled a little bit for the first time really since Dan's been here. Yeah. Yeah, it's a unique position. I mean, uh, it, it's uh, not something you expect. Missed the postseason a few times now, and, and, and it was such – it was something that was so – it almost took for granted. Like, we'll be in we'll, – we'll host – you know, we'll be in a region. We'll host a regional, maybe a super regional, you know, like every every single year. Yeah. We'll be in position to, to get to Omaha. It's a fickle sport, and it's tough. But, like, the last couple of years we've had those injury issues, you know, and, and, and not a stable rotation – um. Yeah, it's it's been it's been a tough road the last couple of years, and I think it. I was expecting a bounce back this year, and I'm still expecting a bounce back this year. Oh, I I, I still do as well. I think I you know I agree with you uh, on that, but I, I think fans were just kind of hoping that it it wouldn't be something It'd that be got apparent you, right away. Yeah, yeah just yeah. that you would yeah you wouldn't have to kind of keep an eye on it and wait. Are you? Uh, how disappointed are you? The Tigers uh, is out already. Uh, pretty disappointed. They you say look illness. Distraught. Well, I'm a little better with it now. They're saying illness, as opposed to an injury. You believe that? Nah, I don't know. Okay. No, I'm, I don't I'm know. not trying to smart ass. No, 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 no. I like. Does I don't know. Cover? I don't know. Okay. Um, his logo he had on just his brand hit looks a, real stupid. <laughs> it, it's not great. It's not. He had great. just it's hit like a really letters. nice. Uh, he had just hit a really nice uh, shot on the sixth. Yeah. It just. That, I don't know what it is. That logo is weird. For me. It is. It's a little. It's a little weird. It's yeah. a little weird. Um. So you're not going to buy any of the merchandise for Sunday Red? Sunday Red? Yeah, no. Nope. Make sure um, I don't emphasize the uh, Sunday because it's too I, I, uh I own over 100 golf polos. It is uh, very well documented that I have yeah. a problem. Um, you play golf? That's the first I'm hearing about it. <laughs> but uh, I don't think that will be in the repertoire. I like flashy. You know, I like my pastels. Is it his stuff is not that. It's all understated. Not that I've seen. Okay. I've seen a lot of blacks and reds, which is nice for, like, U of L stuff. But sure. when I'm on the course, I, I usually I wear a lot of, like, it looks like Easter Sunday out there, man. Like, I'm wearing pinks, and it looks like Miami Vice. A lot of that. What about you, Spence? Are you going to get any of this? I doubt it. I don't play golf, so there's no not really any reason for you. Don't me. have to play golf. Oh, to yeah, buy po- and because I, I, I wear polos almost exclusively. But I know I you do. But I'm not buying the Sunday red uh, stuff. <laughs> Our friend David here uh, just showed he us that that, that uh, there's a nine and a half point spread in the Auburn Kentucky game. Kentucky is nine and a half point underdogs. Yeah, that off. Wow. You taking you taking Kentucky? No, no, no. Because I, I I think that team will be fired out of a cannon. That's uh, all right. like, because it's still new to them. It's a lot like when Miami used to come here. You know, even if they weren't Miami, Miami, Louisville fans would be like, we're going to beat the hell out of you guys. Yeah. And I think Auburn basketball is a lot like that, where it's like this might not be like elite, elite Kentucky team, but they they want to destroy them because this is all really new to Jersey. them. Yeah, yeah, well, and it's the, this level of basketball is like really new for Auburn. Like four years. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. And Bruce yeah. Pearl hates Cal. Everybody he knows. does. He does. There's no, joke, no doubt about that. That's uh, mutual, don't you think? Yes. I wonder if we'll hear. Big personalities, man. I wonder if we'll hear any discussion at all or any references to the inability of any of those young guys to play defense <laughs> at Auburn. <laughs> Kentucky is struggling with it. You know, we had, we had the caller earlier, Cam, who called in and, and mentioned uh, the mindset about how to coach, like, the elite guys are at Kentucky or whatever. Yeah. And I, I do think that there's an element of those guys – so often when they've, they've recruited, like, the really, really elite kids, they've been identified as guys who are going to play in the league for a long time. Right. And they've known. They have, been, they have treated this seriously. I am not going to mess it up. I'm going to go to the places that make this best everywhere they go. And they are so far ahead, usually, and dead serious about their chances of playing in the pros that they're not going to muck it up. But I think Cal's job is largely, like, just sort of stay on the rails, do what I tell you, you will get drafted, and largely, like, it has played out that way. But it hasn't been a whole lot of, like, underachieving. Like, i got to get in here and, like, grind something out of you that's not in there. You mean overachieving? Or overachieving, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, no, there, he hasn't had to do much of that. No, there's a few guys that, that overperformed their recruiting ranking for sure. I mean, Tyler Eulis and Devin sure. Booker, actually, two of them. Booker was, like, 35th in the country, I think, when he yeah. came in. So he wasn't a five-star. You know, he wasn't uh, that type of player. There's been a few guys like that. I mean, Josh Har- Harrelson, you know, Jorts. 
Uh, you know, he outperformed his his he that. <laughs> he outperformed his his recruiting ranking. I mean, there's been a few guys like that, but largely, largely, there hasn't been a lot of like reachers in those groups. No, you're right. But it hasn't been what I think everywhere else, yeah. except for maybe Duke, yeah. where, where you have to do like, hey, this is a guy who probably might, doesn't belong here, but he's here. You need him, yeah. and you better make it work, right? Like, like Kansas has a few guys like that over the years, and has yeah, routinely, that's what I'm right? Yeah, and yeah. most places do. Like they have five stars, but right. they, they mix in the uh, the projects or the dudes that were that were three. But three like stars, having basically, stars. what I'm trying to say is like there was there's Kenny for the, as long as he was at UK was not getting good lessons in being resourceful. Yeah, no, that's fair. Or being he wasn't getting a lot of good lessons in anything, Mark. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Recruiting, which whatever. <laughs> But I mean, he's, he all he knows how to be is the good cop. I'm telling you, it's it's it's. Uh, I don't know. But it's just, but, it's just about like I'm too, like their job primarily was motivating yeah. and managing, and teach these guys much of anything, especially when they have like this it. giant physical advantage over most people. Anyway, don't have those guys here. Although well, those guys you, are pretty skilled guys. What do you see from the Calipari coaching tree? Buyouts. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's exactly right. Right? Yeah, like, yep. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what pretty, it is. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's like Josh Pastner. Recidivism. around forever. Pastner's the best coach in his coaching tree. He is? I mean, it's not It's not like saying it's It's not to disrespect Calipari as a head coach. That is. But he doesn't, he doesn't produce great assistants that go on to be great head coaches. That's not something he does. Whereas, like, a Patino or other coaches like that have – Disciples. Disciples. People that learn every aspect it's of the replicable. job. They have to scout. You know, they each one scouts a yeah. different team. They, everybody's involved in every aspect. You know, there's not any compartmentalizing uh, when it comes to those coaching staffs. They all have to know everything. And they all have to be ready to, to, to do that. Sort of. And when they leave there, they leave there with a skill set that translates anywhere. Billy yeah. Donovan's in the freaking NBA. Richard is still doing really well in New Mexico. Yeah. And we could do this on and on and on. And we can't do that with those guys. Yeah. I mean, he's had... Disciples win national championships, and I'm not sure if uh, it is weird. I'm not sure. Do if you Cal think Perry's it's weird that Coach K conference. doesn't have a wonderful tree either? A little bit, a little bit. I'm not sure what to attribute that to either. I don't know. But Shire's doing pretty well. He's doing At okay. Duke. Yeah, Duke. he's doing okay. Yeah. But there, like when it came time to retire, there it wasn't like there was an obvious superstar. Like Rick had Billy Donovan. You know, and, and, and others. Neither one of them really had that. Yeah. I mean, if I think if Jerry Stackhouse had been marginally successful at Vandy, he's the head coach of North Carolina right now. You think? I do. But he wasn't. And he isn't marginally successful at Vanderbilt. He's probably not going to be there for very much longer uh, at this point. But neither one of them. Look, it's hard, man. All right, that's going to do it Stack. for us. I almost forgot about Stack. He looks honestly. real good in a suit, man. By the way, Jimmy G suspended two games for uh, – the performance enhancing whatever yeah like he Only was taking steroids worse from doing pds <laughs> like he was taking steroids <laughs> could have fooled me man all right you've been listening to the drive on ninth on the bill have a great weekend